Well, Magazine, I'm speaking to Isaac Smith, the PPS Group CEO. Isaac, um, thank you very much. It's great to be talking to you around good news for a change. Thank you, Tony. Always nice to talk to you. Yes, yes. We, we have certainly put COVID behind us and all of those sort of things. There's some other struggles, but in your results, especially from a claims perspective, um, I see that um, the claims have has reduced quite dramatically. So, yeah, um, that's good news. But overall, well done on some good results. Maybe you can give us a little bit of feedback on um, how you experienced the year. Yeah, Tony, maybe uh, three things stand out. So first of all, new business. We were quite pleased with the new business numbers. Um, on the investment side, up 9% year on year. That's now gross flows into onto our platforms and into our funds. And on the life assurance side of things, 10% up double digit growth in a very flat environment. So we were very, very pleased with that. So that's the first one. Second one, as you've mentioned, um, claims uh, down, uh, life claims down 21% gross claims. Um, and that is, of course, you know, to a large extent due to COVID that is uh, busy becoming a thing of the past. Last year, still quite a number of sickness claims, though. Um, 7,700 sickness claims. The previous year in 21, it was 10,900. So, so down, but st still a significant number. But then very pleased that death claims, COVID death claims, um, that almost disappeared. Only nine claims last year, um, 39 million. So the previous year, we had almost a billion of, of death claims. So, so, mm -hmm. so that's quite pleasing. And then the third one, uh, Tony, uh, something that always influenced the profit that we can declare for members, to members, is obviously the investment markets because we obviously all those, our balance sheet, you know, all the assets that our members have got uh, with us um, that have accumulated through the years due to all these profit share declarations of the past, we invest that and the returns on that we also add to those accounts. So 2022, of course, a very flat year. If you had a balanced portfolio and you ended flat last year, you probably chuffed about that after the very, very good returns of the previous year, 21. Yeah, so that's, that's probably yeah. the three, three, three big ones uh, of last year. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, it's an, the beauty of your model is that when times are tough, you all take it together. But when times are good, the profit share is is high. Like it was, I think last year, what was it? 5.1 billion or something there um, that was shared. Yeah, 21 because of the investment markets. I mean, um, you know, Tony, these uh, financial year cutoffs, you know, ours is the calendar year of financial years. Um, is it or the calendar years? 31 December. It's a bit artificial. Eh? It's just a measurement period, you know. Yeah. Uh, after 31 December, investment markets again go up or down. We couldn't have timed it better at the end of the 2021 year, you know, the previous financial year. I think it is you know, smack bang the top of the long bull market. Okay. Uh, and we knew, you know, um, maybe markets a, bit, a little bit ahead of themselves. And we knew that we had to just caution our members and, you know, to tell um um, or our our intermediaries to tell members, you know, we expect probably a year or two of very, very mediocre returns might even be negative, you know, after that fabulous run we had up to the end of 2021. Yes, yeah. And Isaac, now with with uh, COVID over and 
you know, COVID is sort of um, a, a bit of a scare and a catalyst for people to look for life insurance, etc. Have you seen a, a, a result of that? Have you seen behavior changed? And because um, in the in the interim, just after COVID, we did see a bit of an uptake, but has that been sustained in people um, sort of inquiring more, taking up more life insurance, etc.? Yeah. Now, Tony, two things. The one is, look, uh, we know it's stuff out there. Um, this this new financial year that started um, the um, very, very flat on the inflow side the first two months. And it, I think it's that we hear those noises from across the industry. Um, so it's stuff out there. Um, um, income of um, clients are under strain. Um, but then to your question, you know, has COVID, you know, the need for life cover, you know, the need to hedge yourself against catastrophes. Um, I think there, there is quite a bit of that um, still in the system. I mean, we were quite worried during the COVID years due to uh, the negative economic impact of it that lapses will kick up. And actually it came down, you know, um, so last year, again, you know, our lapse rates are very, very low. So people are reluctant to lapse uh, on uh, the insurance policies. Um, insurance probably always will be a grudge purchase, you know, to hit yourself against uh, those unfortunate things that can happen. Um, but I think people also appreciate that cover a lot more. Um, COVID showed why you need, uh, uh, why you need cover, eh? Mm, mm, absolutely. And um, then, you know, we do have the challenges in South Africa with, um, you know, a bit of people talk about a skill strain, but we also see people coming back, etc. In terms of your member numbers, which obviously sort of reflect that professional band of um, employees or um, workers in our country, uh, do you see any change in terms of uh, member numbers um, from uh, people leaving the country, etc. Now, Tony, especially in our market segment, immigration um, will remain an issue, and we do lose um, members that are immigrating. Many of them don't financially immigrate. You know, they might go, as you say, they come back. They might go and work overseas, come back, and their cover remains intact here in South Africa. Um, of course, those premiums need to be paid from a South African bank account and so on. Um, so it's not necessarily that, you know, if they go work for a while overseas that they that we lose them as 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 members. Remember, we call mm -hmm. our clients members, they are members of our mutual society. Um, yeah. But then um, there's a lot of new members obviously coming through from the universities, people who qualify again um, that become eligible for PPS membership. Um, and um, that is, um, so there are huge numbers there. Um, so um, that is a source of new members for us. And then Tony, interesting, you know, I don't know if we haven't, um, it's becoming a success story, but we started a business in Australia, uh, started writing business there in 2016, um, because a lot of our members, you know, do um, go to Australia and that is, was an obvious market for us um, to investigate. Um, to, to uh, do something. So in 2016, we started. It's not a subsidiary. It's a, it's affiliate business. It's called PPS Mutual in Australia. And that okay. business is now growing quite strong. And that is a success story. I think it's a nice South African success story in Australia. So, so that's quite yes. nice. 
Yes, because I mean, we all know that it's not that easy to take a business from here and make a success Absolutely. in one of the other developed countries, you know. Um, yeah, but that's yeah. great. Now, Isaac, on the back of that, what is your outlook for the financial year? You know, um, despite all our electricity issues, etc. I mean, the the our business sector is robust and it's resilient. How do you see that play out over the next financial year? Now, one thing about our South Africans, Tony, we can make plans, eh? We 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 are robust. Yep. You know, we we roll with the punches and we make plans, eh? That's it, exactly uh, electricity or whatever. Look, um, we do see uh so on the claims side, um, we do still see COVID sickness claims coming down, which is good, you know. So hopefully um the pandemic is now finally uh, behind us, but then um, the actuaries also see a bit of a element, you know, that of COVID that will probably remain. You know, um, I've seen cancer claims uh, picking up somewhat. Um, I guess propensity to claim also, you know, it's quite economic cycle related. So um, I don't think 2023 will necessarily return to the pre-COVID kind of um, underwriting profit that we have seen. Um, there's still a bit of an overhang there. But at least, you know, um, so far into the year, I think on the claim side, a positive story. Investment markets, you know, um, it goes up and down week to week. Um, I think we still expect fairly flat returns um, for a while. Um, but who knows, you know, investment markets can always, always surprise. Um, so, um, and then just generally, yeah, it's probably going to remain a, a flat growth environment, you know, with all the other challenges and issues in the country. But we also challenge ourselves to say, look, man, what's where are the opportunities? You know, um, as a business, I always say it's in our DNA to come through when there are challenges, um, just look for the opportunities and stay positive. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, anybody who runs a business at the moment has to look at it that way, you know, optimize what you do and do it as well as you can. And just look for opportunities, and that's okay. how how it goes. Yeah, Isaac, thank you so much for some of that feedback, and um, yeah, once again, congratulations on uh, good results. Um, thank you, Danny. Yeah, and keep that uh, market alive. Yes, no, uh, appreciate. Thank you, Isaac.